You're listening to War. We are America Radio, a place where conservatives, libertarians, and Tea Party Americans come together to get the real deal news. No filter. And a lot of patriotic spirit. We are America Radio. Our economy does better when we have a Democrat in the White House. By almost every economic measure, America's better off than when I came here. We are now out of the ditch that we were thrown into with the Great Recession. Our economy and our country are in much better shape today. You seem to be stuck in a holding pattern. There was a really disappointing jobs report that came from. I'd give him an A. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves for saving our economy. There's a total disconnect between what the American public feels and what he's saying is going on in the economy. Thousands and thousands of Americans Americans disheartened leaving the job force. Cutting back on hours to avoid the law's mandate that full-time workers get coverage. I would like to vote Democratic, but it's cost me a lot of money. Under President Obama's leadership, our country is on the road to recovery. 38,000 jobs, not enough to even remotely keep pace with population growth. We need to reverse the long-term neglect that is dried up jobs. We're going to put a lot of coal miners and coal companies out of business. Her plan to have clean energy will put coal miners out of work. I just want to know how you can say you're going to put a lot of coal miners out of out of jobs and then come in here and tell us how you're going to be our friend. Don't let anybody tell you that, you know, it's corporations and businesses that create jobs. I'm not on the ballot this fall, but make no mistake, these policies are on the ballot. Every single one of them. America is far less safe, and the world is far less stable than when Obama made the decision to put Hillary Clinton in charge of America's foreign policy. Dead bodies on top of me. You could hear the terrorists laughing. We're following the horrifying events unfolding in Orlando. Fifty people are dead. Deadliest mass shooting in the history of the country. America today is stronger at home and more respected in the world. Russian warplanes buzzing a U.S. Navy destroyer. Moscow trying to send a message. And I couldn't be prouder of the things we've done together, but I'm ready to pass the baton. Cities around the world are on alert after terrorists strike a major European capital. America wakes up to word of a terrorist attack in Brussels. Another mass murder in France. A large truck plowed through a crowd. I am seeing major cities in Europe starting to ramp up their security. I believe it's a world war now. It's no longer just isolated ISIS. The one who put the present Democratic administration in Washington, D.C. The whites were evenly divided. It was the fact that you threw 80% of your votes behind the Democrats that put the Democrats in the White House. When you see this, you can see that the Negro vote is the key factor. And despite the fact that you are in a position to, de- to be the determining factor, what do you get out of it? The Democrats have been in Washington, D.C. only because of the Negro vote. They've been down there four years. And there's all other legislation they wanted to bring up. They brought it up and gotten it out of the way. And now they bring up you. And now they bring up you. You put them first and they put you last. Because you're a chump. A political chump. In Washington, D.C., in the House of Representatives, there are 257 who are Democrats. 
Only 177 are Republicans. In the Senate, there are 67 uh, Democrats. Only 33 are Republicans. The party that you bash controls two-thirds of the House of Representatives and the Senate, and still they can't keep their promise to you, because you're a chump. Anytime you throw your weight behind a political party that controls two-thirds of the government and that party can't keep the promise that it made to you during election time and you are dumb enough to walk around continuing to identify yourself with that party, you're not only a chump, but you're a traitor to your race. I know you don't like me saying that. who come here to say what you like. I'm going to tell you the truth whether you like it or not. Tell all the other curs the lie's coming. You tell them I'm coming and hell's coming with me, you hear? Hell's coming with me! The United States. This is America, Jack. We're Americans. This is the power of suggestion. The ultimate gala spectacle. You want to hear the truth? Yeah, I want to hear the truth. The, the, the truth is, its cruel symptoms can strike anyone. <laughs> That's all I'm going to say at this time. What creates an extraordinary life is an extraordinary mindset. Now that I got your attention, listen to this. Let's go! We're now in the approach phase. Everything looking good. Wayne Dupree Program. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Wayne Dupree Show. I'm your host, Wayne Dupree, and we are here. We're ready to go. It's another day of politics, news, government, whatever whatever your flavor, neighbor. We're going to be talking about that here on the show. But um, before we get to that, let's dance a little bit. A little bit of earth, wind, and fire there. Um, bringing in uh, the lovely lady from California. What's up, Miss Nelson? Miss Cameron I, I do the best sprinkler in the world. <laughs> if you guys could only see what I do when the music starts coming on. You know I'm not lying either. I know it's you're good, not. <laughs> it's a good morning. It's a little bit smoky here, but it's a great it's a great day here in California. Oh, that's right. Yes, right. You are. You I'm have fine. the. You get the fires going on, don't you? It fires. I see it right out my backyard. Do you really? Yeah. Well, you need, I, I'll send you photos. You need to get out of Dodge then, don't you? No, it's not going to get me. Uh, okay. Oh. I hope. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, hey, uh, we are broadcasting on WCCD, one AM 1000 out of the greater Cleveland area. Thanks to Pastor Daryl Scott and Mr. Marcus, who... Uh, also uh, takes takes what we do and get it up and going for the people to listen to. And really thank you for that. I want to thank everybody that's tuning in to the show uh, during lunchtime here um, on the Spreaker War Radio Network. We're happy to have you here with us. Uh, we're going to jump right into things. Uh, uh, I labeled today's show as uh, both political parties look to sabotage Donald Trump. 
I'm, I'm also opening up the phone lines. But um, I'll open up the phone lines in just a few seconds. I just want to talk about why I is. Listen, I all of us know that the media is going to go after Donald Trump. Number one, he is running on the Republican side, so, and they don't like Republicans. They, the media doesn't like Republicans, and they're going to fight him tooth and nail. They're going to create stories that aren't true. They're going to flub the polls. They're gonna they're gonna rig. Um, anything that is showing Donald Trump in front because they they know that the American people are going to act or are going to see uh, because m- m- most of m- most Americans are visual. So they're when they see Donald Trump down in the polls based on what the liberal media is putting out, then they're going to feel, well, maybe he doesn't have a chance. So we already know what the, the liberal media is doing. But never, Cam, never in my lifetime did I ever think that both political parties during an election would sabotage a presidential nominee. Never. This is the biggest, uh, this is the biggest power struggle I think I've ever seen in my entire life. It's a bunch of old people, the, a bunch of the establishment against the non-establishment. I I really never thought in a million years. I've expect. I think we expected this from the left. Of course, we yeah, expected exactly. because they use the same same crap that they've done over the last elections. But from the right, I mean, honestly, people think that it makes Trump look worse. I don't think it makes Trump look worse. I think it makes the establishment look a little bit worse. But I, agree. I you know, that's all they're talking about today are these fifty people that came out and are going not voting for Trump and are against Trump. And you look at them, it almost looks like a bunch of whiny babies mm-hmm. and this is just a power play. Mm-hmm. They're losing their power, they're throwing their fits, and now they're gonna come out and say something because they want to be controlled. This is all about control. Power the and control. Fifty people that uh really nobody is really listening to. They decided that they were gonna come out. I don't even know their names. I'm uh, I, and I really don't care. Uh, but they figured that they would make some news. And like we continue to what is August 8th is uh, no August 9th is August. It's August 9th right now. There is no news in August. There is no news in August. So this is going to last until uh, maybe Thursday or Friday, 50 Republican people. And then the media is going to, well, you know, his own party doesn't even want to No, 50 50 people and uh, the Never Trump crowd, which is not that large. It's really not that large when you look at the 15 million people that voted for him during the primary. They're really not that large. Okay. And, yeah, I know they're going to a white state conference uh, in a couple days. I I know that they have invited a, a lot of uh, cons- uh, conservatives over for the white state conference. Um, in Georgia, headed by Eric Erickson, but they, but they're small. They're small, and um, I put out an audio l- last night. And thank, thank you those that listened to it. But um, what's the name of the guy? Um, Jeff McMullen? No, uh, er- Eric McMullen. Something. Uh, I don't know. No one even knows who this guy is. He it's looks like, the like party Fester. Of, this is like the new party of rejects. Yeah, he looks like Fester from um, the Adams Family. Uh, uh, I can't what is his name? name? McMullen. McMullen, you well, whatever his name is. The bald headed guy, the new yeah. bald headed guy from yeah. Utah. Yeah. Egg McMuffin. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God! Wait a minute, hold on. 
Evan. Evan McMullen. Yeah, there we go. Like uh, Christopher in the chat room says, Lex Luthor reject. That's uh, about as bad as George Snuffleupagus. Oh, my God. You <laughs> like sorry. that. You like that. I can't. I don't even know his last name, so I sometimes just call him Snuffleupagus. Yeah, I, mean, I, yeah, I got to go. Yeah, I got to go with Snuffleupagus. <laughs> we, I, we, I don't even ask me how to how to spell it. <laughs> eh, fail. Eh, fail. Hey, bird. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you can ask bird. Siri, how do you spell George Snuffleupagus' last name? She'd be like, uh, next. <laughs> yeah, I know. Right, right, right. I, I remember, I remember uh, one time... Uh, uh, Donald Trump was interviewing with uh, Snuffleupagus, and he said he wouldn't say his last name. So every time he asked a crazy question, uh, Donald Trump would be like, "Next question, George, George, <laughs> George. Next, next question, next question, George." It was so funny. But no, um, I have never in my life seen anything. Like what's going on? I have never seen both political parties try to take out a presidential candidate, which lets you know that Donald Trump is fighting the establishment on both sides. He's fighting the establishment on both sides. He wants to do things for the American people that the politicians will not, will not do. They won't do it on purpose. They won't do it. And Donald Trump has already basically said, Cam, you know, I'm with you. Yeah, I mean, I'm, this, I'm I, with the you. The people don't care about these 50 people. We know that he is for the American people. And I think a lot of it, too, is probably the jealousy a little bit going on with Donald Trump because they know he doesn't care what they think. He mm. doesn't care what they say. And the American people at this point are so laser focused in this campaign. I don't even know who these people are. Right. I only know a handful of names that we see out there. I don't know who they are. They haven't done anything for me. We don't care who they are. Everyone's focused on Trump, and Trump is focused on us. And I think that makes them absolutely livid. But not only that, he came out and just called them out yesterday and said, hey, this is the reason our country's in the position is because of these people right here. Which he's getting backlash for it. He is. For his comments. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Let's see. I'm. I was trying to find that. I was trying to find that clip. But no. Um. And hopefully, and hopefully, they haven't taken it off the internet. But um. Yeah. Uh, whatever. Whatever. Uh, whatever. You, the listener, can do everything that you can do. It's not whatever. It's everything that you can do to call out both sides of um. The, uh, these political parties. You have to. You cannot back off the... Because now you have to... I mean, you're fighting for this country. You're fighting for this country. Most of you have said, I'm not even voting Republican. I'm voting for Donald Trump. I'm voting for Donald Trump. We have uh, we have a caller on the line, Hickory from Florida. What's up, Hickory? My man, how you doing? What's up, doctor? What's going on? Uh, well, yesterday you were speaking about Hillary's Secret Service agent, and I don't know if you were taking calls yesterday or not, but no. can I speak to you about it today? Yeah, yeah, go ahead. I don't think he's Secret Service. Uh, uh, Wayne, this most powerful drug in the world is, uh, is uh, Devil's Breath. It's made from the angel trumpet tree, and it's where they get scopolamine for motion sickness. 
And if you blow it into somebody's face in a powdered form, they lose their willpower and do whatever you tell them to do. Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. So you have to take into account that that man does not look like a Secret Service agent because he's really not in shape. He's big. And uh, so, uh, you know, uh, I, I put something on Twitter yesterday. That Hillary has a eunuch with a pen. No, not Obama. She owns his ass. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so, uh, there, 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 there's a possibility that absolutely no one in the United States would uh, venture to tell you that the people could be controlled. And if you read about Devil's Breath, you'll know that it's really some awful stuff. It's been around for centuries, and it's not something new. It mm. comes from Colombia and places like that is where they've learned to synthesize the scopolamine into Devil's Breath. Okay. Yep. Well, well, Hickory, I, hey. Thanks for, thanks for, thanks, um, thanks for bringing that to our attention. I appreciate that. Devil's breath. Have you, Cam? You ever hear? Yeah, I have. Or? Um, this is there's a lot. I worked in psychiatric medicine for seven years, so mm -hmm. I've really been analyzing the videos. I've been analyzing the pictures, but I was actually thinking this this morning because it's, it's quite interesting to me that I've seen since Hillary started this campaign how what of a change there's been a drastic change in her character in her demeanor mm -hmm. the way she acts the way she looks her skin color tone everything and i was actually thinking that this morning i thought what if there is a possibility that right now they do they have her doped up i can tell it i can see it the way her eyes are dilated they have her doped up and it's easier to manipulate someone to keep in control hmm to keep the narrative going in their direction if you can keep them to where they're not mentally whole hmm. and they're on something. So what he's saying, I, I know exactly what he's talking about. I know the medication, if she's on it, if she's on diazepam, mm -hmm. there's no telling what else she's on because typically when you put them on a mood stabilizer, mood stabilizer you got to put them on this. If you're on an anti-psychotic, so, you have to put them on an anti-convulsive. Right. Um, I'm not saying that in, is in the order that she's taking, but from what I've seen, mm -hmm. She's definitely, they definitely do, they're, they're basically running the show. I, I don't know who's behind all of this or if they're just using Hillary Clinton as the prop right. to keep pushing through what Obama is doing. So basically, um, so basically what you're saying is the dope is on dope. Is what right. You're no, okay. you're right. All right. She's definitely under the influence of something. We were talking about uh, Trump taking on um, George Snuffagophagus and, uh, this this is just one of those times. Hillary Clinton. What Hillary's got with the emails is, to me, scandalous. She gets a, of course, you shouldn't be talking to me about that, in all fairness. You shouldn't be asking me those questions, but I don't mind. What Hillary's <laughs> done with the emails is incredible. She gets a subpoena, and then after getting the subpoena, she cancels it. She cancels everything. What she did is illegal. What she did is totally illegal. I don't know how she gets away with it. And we will make... <laughs> I like how he looked at George and he was like, you know what? You shouldn't be asking me those questions because you've been giving money to her charities and stuff. Right. You know, that right. I mean, how about Hillary Clinton? What Hillary's got with the emails is to me scandalous. She gets a, of course, you shouldn't be talking to me about that. No fairness. You shouldn't be asking me those questions, but I don't mind. What Hillary's done with the emails is incredible. You know what? And that. That's something that George has. Uh, no, that's something that Donald has done. Don, uh, Mr. Trump has uh, really made his campaign fun. 
Well, this is he can get away with it. I was saying this last night on the show. The reason that Trump can get away with this is he has known these people on a personal level for mm-hmm. 20 and 30 years. So probably him sitting down with George is like sitting down with one of his friends. So he can get away saying this stuff because they have had a friendship prior to him becoming a quote unquote politician. So that's why he can say some of this stuff. And that's why George giggles at him because how do they switch gears and put Trump into a, polit- a political type of role when they've known him for the past 20 years, shown up to his functions, he's given to donations. He can get away with this type of stuff. That's why George snickers. Mm-hmm. He looks at him and laughs because he's like, I know the guy. I've known him for 20 years. So, of course, that's Trump. Here's here here's another one where, um, where George was trying to um, take on Donald Trump, but Donald Trump was time enough for him once again. Republicans think you're a flawed messenger for the party. Karl Rove, again over the weekend, saying you're a joke candidate if you continue to raise questions about President Obama's citizenship. There's a real question about the birth certificate. There's a real question about the his own his own but citizenship. So there, there is no question. L- He's got a certificate say, George, of live birth that George, is recognized by the State I know exactly Department. what you're getting at. The facts. And for some reason, no, they're not the facts. He doesn't have a birth certificate or he hasn't provided. He's given a certificate of live birth. It's a much different certificate instrument. of live birth meets the standard of the Not State Department the same. for anyone's citizenship. George. There were contemporaneous reports in two George, they have co-opted you. Given his, no, those are the facts. George, sir. they've co-opted <laughs> you. Who's they? It's not obviously Obama and his minions. They have co-opted you. A certificate of live birth is not the same thing by any stretch of the imagination. It is what the, the State Department recognizes as the standard of George, it's so simple. Lulu and George, newspapers. let him show the birth certificate. And by the way, this is not this is not a big focus of my campaign. You don't believe it's my why you big come to the focus top of the is China and OPEC and all of these countries that are just absolutely destroying the United but, States. But Mr. Trump, this you is say, not you a big say focus. it's not a big focus of yours as long as you continue to raise. George, you make it a big focus. <laughs> Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. <laughs> but but, you're the but a certificate of live birth. And a birth certificate are very you different You said you sent investigators to Waihe, and you said, quote, they cannot believe what they're finding. We're going to see found? what happens, What George? have they found? Well, that's none of your business right now. We're going to see what happens. Have they found anything? We're going to see what happens. <laughs> what have they done? We are going to see what happens. <laughs> when? George, next question, George. <laughs> you refuse to accept that the president was born in the United States. I hope he was. <laughs> I'm not looking. If I should run... And if I decide to go and I end up getting the nomination, I don't want to use this as an issue. I'm not just like a normal guy that says, gee, I'm going to run for president. I was a governor. I was a senator. I'm going to run for president. I give up a lot if I run. A thing like that, I also give up a lot of my free private life. I have a great company. I've done a great job, which if I run, you'll see what a great job, because I'll do a full disclosure of finances. Including your tax returns? Uh, we'll look at that. Maybe I'm going to do the tax returns when Obama does his birth certificate. <laughs> that the, the next question, the next question was the one that really United States. I hope he was. I'm not looking. If I should run, and if I decide, big focus. Let's see what happens. Let's see what happens. But, but you're the but one a certificate of live birth. And a birth certificate are very you different. Said you said you sent investigators to Waihe, and you said, "quote They cannot believe what they're finding." We're what have see they found? What happens? What George? have they found? Well, that's none of your business right now. We're going to see what happens. Have they found anything? We're going to see what happens. What have they done? We are going to see what happens. <laughs> when? 
George, next question, George. <laughs> I got to make that into a little, um, I got to make that into a, a, into a, like a sound bite. Yeah, what's so sad about that clip is whenever Trump did that clip, this was almost around the same time that the one person that could verify his birth certificate happened oh, to be the yeah. one person that was killed in a small, tiny, right. very, e- not even a plane crash. Every Nobody passed away but her, and she right. was the only one out of the water. So that was an interesting time. Yeah, I look, everybody in the chat room is like, Wayne isn't, yeah, I am enjoying that because that's the way Donald Trump takes them down. That's the way Donald Trump takes down the media. And they get so frustrated and they get so dumb and they get so crazy because he won't follow their script. Right. And they want their answers the way they want their answers. And if they don't get it, then they'll manufacture a story against anybody. They did it to Sarah Palin and they're doing it to Donald Trump right now. They didn't really have to do it to Mitt Romney because Mitt Romney stepped in his own poop. Mitt Romney could have been president of the United States if he was strong enough, but he had girly tendencies. And what right. I mean, and what I mean by that, and this is not a knock on women, but he didn't. He he uh, he got to a point where um, he just wanted to step back instead of being presidential. Um, and he thought things were going to come to him. And um, that, I mean, that's something that's something that Donald Trump has not done this entire campaign. Donald Trump has been out in front. Uh, oh, and here's another thing, Cam. The media has been throwing out all this negativity, negative, negative story here, negative story here, has, n- negative story here, negative website story here. And then they come out. Donald Trump had a bad week. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, you know what? Your reaction is what mine was when I thought about it yesterday. That little laugh pause because it's stupid. That it's like they, what better can you come up with? Right, right. I mean, come on. They, Give us a freaking break. This is what I sound like when I watch the news. And you know we were talking about earlier, all these 50 people coming out, all the media coming out and saying this. You know what? When I sit back and analyze this and I take a look at this, those 50 people are selfish. That's right. They don't care about the American people. Mm-mm, they mm-mm. don't care about you. They don't care about me. They want to put out the, the, the left doesn't care about the American people. They, they only care about their paychecks. The right doesn't care about the principles. The right isn't conservative that's coming out saying I'm not going to vote for Donald Trump because they're so selfish about their own ambitions. But they want to sit back and call themselves the GOP and say they, they are the principled party conservatives when we look at them and they all want to come out and think that they're mightier than now and that they can say i'm not voting for donald trump because i'm a real republican no you don't care about the american people that's why you're coming out because if you weren't so selfish you'd be getting into the sand with the american people and you'd be doing everything you possibly could to make sure and prevent the democrats from obtaining the white house they are selfish they don't care about the american people all 50 and only thing the media cares about is their pocketbooks and their paychecks that's it yeah they they don't care about the american people um over what 14 15 million of them voted for donald trump during during the primary but then these 50 punks can uh decide that they're going to draft the letter and act like children they they can act like or, or, or basically, they show they have shown us everybody that is on our side, everybody that is 
uh, well, everybody that's supposed to be on our side in leadership should be um, fighting against Hillary Clinton. And basically what they're saying is what we already knew is that they don't care about the voter. They don't care that the voter has chosen Donald Trump. They don't care. All they want is to keep their um, positions, their their pensions, um, their ability to write or um, bounce checks in the Senate and the House uh, to 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 have their lush lifetime position, which it really isn't. It really isn't. I mean, uh, they have turned their little four year, eight year uh, uh, um, service to the country into a lifetime position. You know, I mean, I'm sick and I'm sick of seeing Nancy Pelosi's face. I'm sick of seeing her face up there not doing any. Well, I really don't care if they do anything or not. But I, I mean, all of them should be voted out. I, I want, I want young people. I want young people with a vision to be in Congress. I want even, even if it has to be older. People, I want those that have never been able really to speak. I want them to have a shot. I want them to have a shot. I want them to be in Congress working out things, um, coming to the table with new ideas, working for the betterment of the country instead of fighting a businessman from New York that wants to help people get jobs or who wants to bring businesses back here to America or who wants to bring the country together as a unit and make it great again. And these people are fighting against that. These Not only that, they're getting on TV and calling us racist, calling us sexist, call us bigots, calling us low info. How, how they're calling call? us all the names, but they want us to support their hide so we can keep their banks full. That's what they want. How do this you is, call this somebody racist? This is the old against the young. That's how? what's happening. We're aging out. They are not in with the, the generation that we live in right now. Right. They don't live in the culture that you and I live in. They don't. They still live in their older. They're, they're, they have a different type of mindset. They were raised differently than the age of the generation that we're living in today. They are not even up to reality. They live in their bubble, but they want to tell us that we are wrong and they are right. They can pitch the fit, but we don't have a right to. Check this out. In Quijano. As Donald Trump looks to get his stumbling campaign back on track, a new poll shows the GOP nominee's recent missteps may have already taken a toll on his campaign. A survey from Monmouth University shows Hillary Clinton with 50% support among registered voters nationally, while Donald Trump has 37% support. The poll also found Clinton was ahead of Trump, 42% to 34%, in 10 swing states. Those 10 states were decided by fewer than seven points in the 2012 election. Let me, let me explain something to you that um, everybody that is listening right now, the, the liberal media has, I mean, is trying. And, we, and, and I, really need, I really need all of you to take this message away from here. No, there are no states out there right now that are locked up for anybody. Right now, there are no states out there locked up for anybody. So when you start seeing these maps that the liberal media puts on TV saying that Clinton already has these states, these the elections not even here yet. The elections are not even here yet. You can't say that uh, Texas is going for Hillary Clinton already. 
you can't say that uh, that uh, that Maryland is going for Hillary Clinton already because the election has been has been done. They're talking to registered voters that voted four years ago that 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 uh, nine times out of ten haven't changed their vote. And this is and this is CBS. They're leading off. Well, you know, uh, the Trump campaign is stumbling. Who said they were stumbling? You. You you created that word for them. You are the one that's running this false narrative against them. And then you're going to put up a bullcrap poll. The polls are bullcrap, ladies and gentlemen. Throw them out. And, I, you know, actually, I'm tired of talking about it. Actually, I'm tired. Of, I'm tired of saying that the polls are bullcrap. The polls are bullcrap when he's up and the polls are bullcrap when he's down. Donald Trump is ahead of Hillary Clinton, period. I think they're going to get the biggest shock of their life come November. He is ahead of Hillary Clinton, period. Now, you can take it to the bank. The the polls right now don't mean anything, especially right now, but the polls don't mean anything. Yes, they are snapshots, but they're snapshots based on what the organization wants you to believe. They aren't going out into black neighborhoods and polling anybody. They aren't going into the Latino communities and polling anybody. And Cam, I almost think that they're only polling people that work in the building that they're broadcasting from. I don't believe that they're um, uh, spending money to call anybody uh, out and uh, you know uh, to call registered voters. I don't believe that. I don't believe we that. Already, we already saw this in the primaries. I mean, right. We saw this in the primaries that they were wanting voters and people going to vote and were actually in a registry to vote. When they found out they were voting for Donald Trump, they got removed. So this is the same thing that happened in the primaries. That's what they're doing now. I mean, we're seeing, especially if any of these polls are coming off on mainstream media and some of these pollsters are actually talking about the polls that they find and tied to CNN, they're tied to Fox News, you know that they're liars because all they're wanting you to do is to believe the junk that they're trying to fill your head with. And they're the same people that are trying to fill your head with the with the polling numbers. So look at it. They're all together. It's all coming from the same source. It's the same commentator. It's the same polling company that is a contributor to CNN. That's a contributor to Fox News. Sorry, don't believe it. Don't believe it. So when you hear, you know, we say they're going to be, you can't tell me Trump's filling arenas and do not believe that when people get on television and tell you the reason that people are going there is because they just want to see Donald Trump in person for entertainment purposes that they're not going to go out and vote. Do mm. not believe it for a second, because if you do, or if that fears you, that's exactly what they want to accomplish is to get you hesitant. Do not let them win. When I hear that there's an uphill battle, when I hear that there's an uphill, uphill battle for Donald Trump versus Hillary Clinton, you know, you know that something is wrong in, in, in tiny town. You know that something is going on with 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 the reporting. Hillary Clinton is one of the most flawed presidential candidates in my generation. She is one of the most flawed politicians, corrupt politicians, criminal politicians I have seen on they should they should clone Richard Nixon, bring him back and apologize on how he was treated because of some tapes 
for what everything that Hillary Clinton has done. I was watching. I was watching somebody last night. Uh, Rudy, Rudy Giuliani, for everything that she's done, there's no way that she should be able to even have a security clearance. Right. A security clearance, people. Look, when I went to the military, <laughs> they uh, went to my neighbors. They went to my church folk. folk. They went to people, friends. They checked out everybody. They did, they did all types of background investigation before I went in. Now, Hillary Clinton has this on her sheet. She lied to Congress. She, she, she lied about the FBI. She did all these things. And then you look at her experience, and I know most of you are getting tired of hearing it, but guess what? We, we got to keep putting it out there. We got to keep putting it out there, and you have to keep putting it out there. The Hillary Clinton is just that bad of a candidate. There is no uphill battle for Donald Trump. Donald Trump is not is nowhere near as he he's not even close to being as bad as as Hillary Clinton is. He's not even close. He wants to help to make America great again. He wants to help to make America um, prosperous again. The the GDP hasn't been over 3%. First time in America in, in American history, it hasn't been over 3% during this presidential uh uh, uh, uh during Barack's presidential tenure. Hasn't been hasn't been over 3%. Donald Trump can at least at least get over 3% at ASAP with with the um, economic speech that he gave yesterday. And for all of those minorities, if you are a minority and you listen to me for the first, you listen to me and Ken for the first time, Donald Trump says he wants to bring back jobs. Why don't support him? Support him. Don't you want to go back to work? If you're unemployed, don't you want to go back to work? A lot of minorities should be running to Donald Trump right now, trying to help him get elected so that he can bring back jobs, bring back companies to the United States of America with that 15% uh, uh, um, tax. That's how I see it. Yeah. You know, I was I was thinking yesterday, because sometimes I listen to the media. I don't react and go to social media and start tweeting out. I just listen. And I sat down yesterday and I thought, what in the world is going on? Because it's chaos. It's pure chaos. On television, it is chaos. Mm. And it can keep me in that chaotic state of frustration all day long if I allow it. And I thought, okay, God, what's going on? And he and my pastor said something in Texas at my church in Frisco. And he said, when God gives you a gift, he wraps it in a problem. The greater the problem, the greater the gift. Mm -hmm. And I thought, that's exactly what is going on. We have been giving the gift, been given the gift of Donald Trump to come in, That's right. stand up for Christianity, stand up for the American people, be our voice. And of course, the enemy's going to come in and wrap it into problem. We've got mainstream media, we've got Republicans, we've got Democrats, we've got week. Black Lives Matter. Yeah. And you know what? The greater the problem, the greater the gift. Exactly. Here, check this out.
there is, is deep, deep anxiety out there. People don't know where the jobs are going to be. We have an economy that has not recovered for a whole lot of people. I'm worried about my kids' retirement. Illegal immigration has skyrocketed. More than 86,000 criminal aliens onto the streets of the USA. People don't feel safe. ISIS and its affiliates and its franchises are moving faster than us. ISIS had direct interaction with their victims, terrorizing them for hours. Obamacare has been uh, so expensive. Fewer choices during that 2017 open enrollment. Massive increase in cost. It is so flawed in its structure, it's going to fail. The FBI has been interviewing several people that are in Hillary Clinton's inner circle. Having your name in the same story when FBI investigates is bad. Korea launched a ballistic missile. Well, Iran is developing long-range missiles. The Clintons have been raising money for 25 years, and they never stop. There is always a new bucket to raise money for. I think there are two words that we have to say in this conversation, Lincoln bedroom. They just want to collect cash, and it's damaging. We can't afford a Clinton presidency. GOP just put that out about four hours ago. GOP just put that out. Wow. It's about time they stepped up. Yeah, I agree. About time. I agree. Here's another one that they put out. Our economy does better when we have a Democrat in the White House. By almost every economic measure, America's better off than when I came here. We are now out of the ditch that we were thrown into with the Great Recession. Our economy and our country are in much better shape today. We seem to be stuck in a holding pattern. There was a really disappointing jobs report that came in. <clears throat> I'd give him an A. I don't think he gets the credit he deserves for saving our economy. There's a total disconnect between what the American public feels and what he's saying is going on in the economy. Thousands and thousands of Americans Americans disheartened, leaving the job force. Cutting back on hours to avoid the law's mandate that full-time workers get coverage. I would like to vote Democratic, but it's cost me a lot of money. Under President Obama's leadership, our country is on the road to recovery. 38,000 jobs, not enough to even remotely keep pace with population growth. We need to reverse the long-term neglect that is dried up jobs. We're going to put a lot of coal miners and coal companies out of business. Her plan to have clean energy will put coal miners out of work. I just want to know how you can say you're going to put a lot of coal miners out of out of jobs and then come in here and tell us how you're going to be our friend. Don't let anybody tell you that, you know, it's corporations and businesses that create jobs. I'm not on the ballot this fall, but make no mistake, these policies are on the ballot. Every single one of them. They are joined at the hip, Cam. Yeah, they are. They are joined at the hip. Barack Obama and um, Hillary Clinton, even though they don't like each other. Why do you think they're doping her up, Wayne? They do. Well, yeah. Well, I mean, then maybe Barack Obama is her her fixer because you know how you know how he likes to smoke that Latin lettuce. He likes to keep in troll too. He said he said he's not done yet. He said it clearly. I'm not done. Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm still going to be involved. I'm, he still has an agenda that's going to take him beyond isn't this he, presidential election. And he's he going to use Hillary Clinton as the pawn. Isn't he staying in D.C.? He's staying a quarter of a mile from the White House. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No other president stays in Washington, D.C. while their daughter can go to college. I caught that when he was roasting all the journalists. I thought, uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. Mm -hmm. that, that, no, a lot of people didn't catch that. For I caught that. For all of you, um, uh, and I know uh, WCCD, uh, we also have a 
we have a mixed audience. We have um, some conservative listeners and we have some liberal listeners. Just in case you forgot who Hillary and uh, Bill were. When we arrived in South Carolina yesterday, this was the state newspaper. Clinton camp hits Obama, attacks painful for black voters, many in state offended by criticism of Obama and remarks about Martin Luther King. Dr. King's dream uh, began to be realized when President Lyndon Johnson passed the Civil Rights Act of 1964. It's as if you are minimizing, I have a dream. It's a nice sentiment. But it took a white president to get blacks to the mountaintop. The damage between the Clintons and the African Americans in this country might be irreparable. Senator Obama's uh, support among uh, uh, hardworking Americans, uh, white Americans, is weakening. Clinton had said a few years ago this guy would have been getting us coffee. I am not a racist. This whole thing is the biggest fairy tale. Geraldine Ferraro's comment to a newspaper that quote if Obama was a white man he would not be in this position. Clinton campaign doesn't want to change the tone. They're defending this and this therefore is their strategy. That's the Clintons. That is the Clintons. That's the Clintons. You know, and um, you know what? There, there is another one. There's let's see, Chris Matthews. Uh, uh, Chris Matthews went after Hillary Clinton uh, on Meet the Press. No, no, it was Morning Joe. Yeah, here it is. And this was just eight years ago, ladies and gentlemen. This was just eight years ago in the clip that I'm getting ready to play. But Cam, this shows you just how uh, uh, two-faced the liberal media is because they were attacking Hillary Clinton for uh, winning New Hampshire. And this is Chris Matthews. This is after she... And I give her a lot of personal credit. I will never underestimate Hillary Clinton again. The next morning. I think the Hillary appeal has always been somewhat about her tough, her mix of toughness and sympathy for her. Let's not forget, and I'll be brutal, the reason she's a U.S. senator, the reason she's a candidate for president, the reason she may be a front runner is her husband messed around. Yeah, but That's how she got to be senator from New York. We keep forgetting it. She didn't win there on her merit. She won because everybody felt, my God, this woman um, stood up under humiliation. <laughs> Right? That's what happened. That's how it happened. In 1998, she went to New York and campaigned for Chuck Schumer as almost like the grieving widow of absurdity. And she did it so well, okay, and courageously. But, but it was about the humiliation of Bill Clinton. Hello? I'm telling you. <laughs> um, I said this Hello. when we were at the RNC. This, hey, the media knows the truth. Scotty Nail even said it on the show. They know what they're doing. They're not stupid. They know everything that they're broadcasting is a lie. Oh, yeah. They know it. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, this yeah. is the Clintons. As a Read of- every single book. Read the state troopers that are talking about them in Arkansas. I mean, Dolly Kyle. This is This follows them for 30 years. It is consistency. There has been consistency on race in the Clintons for the past 30 years and their criminal activities and their tactics that they use to grab power and money. Some people are asking who was that who said that that was um, Chris Matthews. Mm -hmm. That was Chris Matthews who said that about Hillary Clinton, you know. And it's just interesting. I mean, how quickly once an election comes around, their personalities change. 
This is um, Hillary Clinton on immigration. They have a rule of deportation. I'm going to do everything I can so you don't have to be scared. I don't have a mixed record on immigration. And I am, you know, adamantly against illegal immigrants. I voted uh, uh, numerous times when I was a senator to spend money to build a, uh, a barrier to try to prevent um, illegal immigrants. Wait, what? 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 <laughs> Did, what? <laughs> what was that? Did you a hear that? Bar- a barrier. Yes, she said this so many times. Times about illegal immigrants. Record on immigration. Then I am, you know, adamantly against illegal immigrants. She's adamantly against illegal immigrants. Mm-hmm. And then I she voted said, uh, uh, numerous times when I was a senator to spend money to build a uh, a barrier to try to prevent. Um, illegal immigrants from coming in. People have to stop employing illegal immigrants. <laughs> and it's funny because they said she laughs it off and they say, well, uh, don't you flip flop on some of your issues? Anderson Cooper called her right, out on a right, debate. Right, right. And she denies it. Right, right. Do these people not realize that everything that they have done for the past 20 or 30 years we have on tape? Mm-hmm. And then they can't even take one video. She, they don't have yeah. one video of Donald Trump being called a racist in 30 years. But right, well, we've got right. 30 years of, of Hillary Clinton completely being a different human being than what she is today. Thousands of children come across, shunted off into makeshift shelters. It's horrible. Hard choice. Let them stay in the United States or send them back. Well, they should be sent back. Just because your child gets across the border, that doesn't mean the child gets to stay. Is she a Republican? (laughs) She was a Republican, remember, before she switched parties. Right, that's right. Like her sweet lover said. Oh. That was a joke. Oh. Kind of went there, Not, did you? Back in 1971. <laughs> Hillary Clinton is for sending illegal immigrant children back across the border. Oh, what so kind what of are they doing gen- now? They're still sending the children without their parents. Yeah. That breaks my heart. See, what look, do you do? You turn them away? They're kids, five-year-olds, six-year-olds at the border alone. Look, I believe in equal opportunity and I believe in equal treatment. If the parents are illegal and and the child was born here in the United States of America, I believe that the parents should be deported. And I believe that the child should be deported along with the parent until that child is of legal age that they can take care of their self. And then they can come back over here legally if they keep their papers in order. They can come back over here legally because then they will be old enough to take care of their self. But there's no way that I, I mean, and because I believe in family. There we go. I believe in family. I don't believe that you should separate a family. So that's why I believe that you should um, ship all of them back across the border until that kid is of legal age. What do you Here's think my about question. that? Here's my question for you on that. I'm, I, I always, you know me, I'm people, people know I'm not a Republican, but I look at I both sides, both sides of it. What if it was a child? It's not that child's fault. That child's lived here for 12 years. Do we punish the child, remove the child from the only life they know and punish them for their parents' behavior? I'm not saying I agree with it. I'm just saying if you look at it and the child had no idea, they're not even legally here. They're not here. They're breaking the laws. How do we handle that with the child? Do we punish the child for their parents' behavior? It's not punishment. 
It's not punishment. The law is not punishment. Okay. No, I'm not talking about the law. I'm talking about the child. Right. How right, do we do it with the right. child? Because right, but going you, from the United but States you call back the to Mexico is right. apples to oranges. You are going but from, you unless call, you are wealthy, you, you, you can go back and be wealthy. Other than that, it's poverty. Yeah, but you call the act of sending them back, even though they are illegal, you call that punishment. Should no, we, same for the child. Well, what, what the position of the should child. Should we punish the child? Right. You said, should we punish the child? Right. That's what I'm meaning. The child's the one that's going to be punished for their parents' actions because they have to leave a country where they have electricity and they have food, and then they go back to a country where they go into poverty because the parents' decision. So I'm putting it back on the parents because it's not the child's fault. It is not the child's fault. They are innocent in all of this. Mm -hmm. It is not right. It is not fair. It is the parents' fault for doing something. But not only that, it's our government's fault for letting it to happen in the first place. Right, right. Okay. I was just wondering what your thoughts were on that because I mean it's it that that is emotionally um could destroy a child. I, I can see that. I say send them back across the border. That's <laughs> what I say. That you know why? Because this, because this, this this is my country. Land that I love. From the mountains to the prairies. This is my country. Um and if uh if um if you do it the legal way, I don't have any problem with you. I really don't. I don't have any problem with you. But if you are in here illegal and, you know, I mean, because as long as you are illegal, you don't have rights. You can't have rights. You don't have rights to drive. You don't have rights to collect food. You don't have right. You you don't have any rights. If you're not legal here in the United States of America, according to our laws, you you have no rights. So, I mean, so how do you fix that? How do you fix that? First thing is you pull up the stopper in the tub and let and 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 clear out the tub. Okay? Put the wall up and stop everything going forward. Then what you do is you start penalizing these businesses. You employ illegal immigrants that are over here and you know that they are illegal, we're shutting down your business. If you can if they can put uh, restrictions on businesses overseas and sanction, if they can put sanctions on things overseas, then they can put, then they can put sanctions on American businesses too. Right. They can. You hear what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You, you can shut down bank accounts of businesses. If they hire illegal immigrants, you can shut them down and you can shut them down very quickly. So you shut them down and then that forces uh, now, now that can create two things, Cam. That can uh, that can create a mass exodus of those that can't find work, or knock on wood, it can create a criminal element that will cause more problems. You see what I'm saying? I see exactly what you're saying. Yeah. I mean, there's there's so many different. You don't know what their actions are going to become of it. Are right. they going to get? Right. Are they going to rebel? Right. Are they going right. to then possibly go? Okay. Well, if I'm going to get busted, am I going to try to do this legally? But we know that it's taken some people 20 years just to become legal citizens, right. and they're still in their country waiting. Yep. Um. I mean, so yeah, it, it, there's so many different variations that could come of this. Mm-hmm. Um. I think more so you would have to look at the southern states because you know, like I've said in Texas, and I'm 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 going to say it. The White man in Texas is too dang proud to push cement. You ain't going to catch no white man breaking a house. 
I mean, I, that, that's what happens down there. Mm-hmm. I mean, there is responsibilities, but there's also so many loopholes when it comes to barracudas getting people crossing the border. Mm-hmm. You cross the border, you got to do is pay them a thousand bucks. They're going to come back. Typically, the way it happens down south is they come in for the summer times and they work. They send their money back to Mexico. They leave the United States for three to four months during winter times because that's when it's dead season. Then they come back to break the house. Mm. So there's so many different variations of what could happen. But I think it would typically start mostly in the south and the southern states because that's where it's easier to cross. And that's where most of the except for here in California, (laughs) all over California. But um, that's where a lot of the illegal immigration is starting to take place. Mm -hmm. And they're moving north to hide. There might be sniper fire. She didn't say it once, she said it three times. We just ran with our heads down to get into the vehicles. There's some different accounts of your trip to Bosnia. Does not seem to be under fire. Four of a possible four Pinocchios. It was a total crock. And there was one donation that violated the agreement. Would avoid the appearance of a conflict, but would also ensure that the foundation can continue its work. There was a rule, and Secretary Clinton did not follow that rule. They admit that they violated the terms of the agreement. The TPP will bring together economies from across the Pacific. As Secretary of State in the Obama administration, she talked up the Trans-Pacific Partnership. Senator Clinton is more wary of a deal now than she was back in 2011 when she was serving as Secretary of State. Now she's trying to navigate between a president she served and the unions and Democratic base voters she needs in 2016. You know, all my grandparents, you know, came uh, over here. That's not true at all. Only one grandparent was an immigrant. Clinton's grandmother was, in fact, born in Pennsylvania. (laughs) I don't know what what type of reality does this woman live in? I mean, oh, my God. You know what? And I say this time and time again. I, I got my butt whipped. I mean, if I lied like Hillary Clinton is lying right now, I would not be here today. My dad would have killed me. I mean, I know I got disciplined many times for lying when I was growing up. Hillary seemed like she hasn't gotten over that. She, well, she has- doesn't remember. The only time she remembers things is when it's a memoir. She can make $10 million off <laughs> yeah. a book. Yeah, that's true. She doesn't, she doesn't have a good memory. She does not have a great memory. But... uh well, there we go. All right. That was fast. Was fast. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, we'll we'll do it again in a few hours, right? Right. Let's do it tonight, guys. Nine o'clock Eastern Standard Time. Ladies and gentlemen, you have been listening to the Wayne Dupree Show here on WCCD AM 1000 out of the greater Cleveland area. Cam, how can people reach you on social media? I'm on Twitter at Cam, K-A-M-V-T-V. And you can catch me on Twitter at Wayne Dupree Show. On Facebook, uh, just type in Wayne Dupree Show or News Ninja 2012. If you have any questions for the show, if you have any topics that you want us to talk about, email us, wayne.dupree at rsbn.tv. You want to give them your RSBN? No? Yeah, I will. I'm a Kami, K-M-I, last name Nelson, N-E-L-S-O-N, at rsbn.tv. Kami Nelson at rsbn.tv. If you have any topics that you want us to talk about or if you have anything um, that you want to let us know, email us uh, and let us know. Until then, y'all have a great day. God bless. <laughs>